basketball game tonight. We gotta watch that shit. Got a lot of bad things to talk about. Started bad things. Yeah. Welcome to the Gentleman's Podcast. I am the award-winning chef Chris Fusen. Sitting across from me is the red-blooded American Corey Florence. Beer. On vacation, it's Major Nate Brown. First one of the year. First official vacation of the year. He is at a music festival in Colorado. And enjoying it. And is and he is enjoying himself. Good. Quote deserves it. Quote too drunk to ski. <laughs> That's what I'm was, talking about. Was dude. one yeah. quote from from Major Nate Brown. <laughs> I didn't know you could get too drunk to slide down a mountain safely. Yes. Safely, yes. And you know him. I'm sure he's black diamond, tripled black diamonds, <laughs> or something. To where actually, not only do you go down, you actually go upside down, probably somehow. Nate's the uh, Nate in the. In the fucking movie, Nate's the asshole kid that was like, you know what? We're going to take over your mountain. Let's go down the Black Diamond Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Actually, Nate's, Nate's lived his whole life as an underdog. You know, he's the one that's like in the chill ski house and like, we just want the mountain for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like your kind up here, man. This is for everybody. Yeah, the mountain's for everybody. You don't own it. Bruh. All right. Let's ski for it. So it's Black Monday. It is Black Monday. We'll get to that here in a little bit. Oh, because I want to talk about it for a long time. Um, breaking news. Breaking news. Rest in peace, the Durango. No. She's been in the in the doctor's office for almost two weeks now, and uh, the uh, prognosis. Diagnosis. Diagnosis came back. Um, the entire front end has to be replaced. That's pretty much. So, like, that was one of the years. More than that thing's worth. Yeah, 2009, <laughs> uh, you know, time of, time of death will be when I get home or when I bring it home. But uh, 2009, 2023, uh, she has 190 on her. <laughs> Second transmission she's had. She's had some surgeries already. Oh, so she's a trainee? Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> second second transmission. No, it, uh, so, like, a long time ago when I bought it, it was leaking some fluid. In certain places, and so they had told me the same place I take my all my stuff to and our work stuff. Told me that they basically had to replace something. You could do it for like a thousand dollars, or he's like, "I'll fab, I'll fabricate something for you for like a hundred bucks, and if it holds, fine. If not, we'll bring it back. We'll talk about it." Later. So he did that, and then it held. Well, I noticed after I had some issues with my exterior, I was having the same issues with my drink. So in two thousand nine or two thousand eight, whatever it was, was pretty much like the, one of the last years, I think for that vehicle where all the lines were made of metal. Yeah. So they're all rusting out, like bad rusting out. Pretty much everything metal on that truck is rusting out bad to the point of it would cost, she was saying, upwards of over three grand to fix the front end. Oh, wrong button. Sorry, I'm sorry, wrong button. Three so, grand? Three grand. That's... On a $1,500 truck. <laughs> so, yeah. I, and that's, it's it's fixed, but it's not guaranteed. So, yeah. And there's so many other problems with it. So, I'm deciding to, if somebody, I have a couple people out there that want to buy it. I don't know if they want to buy it for this news. If not, she has a junker that they work with. Yeah. I can probably get maybe 500 bucks out of it. I mean, 500 bucks out of it? Oh, the years that you had it? Yeah. It's pretty good. And all the snowstorms and football games and everything yeah. else. So I bought her fifteen. The people. How do I <laughs> yeah. say goodbye <laughs> to what we have? So hard. <laughs> the good time that made 
I just wanted the chorus, but that'll be fine. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it sucks. Brian gonna end up junking it. To be fair, there was over like twenty five hundred dollars worth of work done before I even got it, including brand new tires over nine hundred loan brakes and everything. So I basically got a four thousand dollar truck that I've had for four or five years now. Yeah, you're and gonna get five hundred out of it. There and around, there and around, yeah. I mean, the tires still are worth probably five hundred dollars. I say because I ain't put. I've had that truck for. I think I bought it in nineteen. I bought it before COVID. So, and I think I've only put maybe two thousand miles. I was about to say, like, it wouldn't be a horrible idea to take the tires off because they probably fit Teresa's car. No, God, they would not. Oh, they wouldn't. Oh no. I mean, if I jacked a car up about eight inches, maybe. Okay. She's on seven. <laughs> I'd have to cut the wheel wells out on her car. <laughs> okay. I thought about taking them off. Get lit, kid. <laughs> I, thought, yeah, I, know it. I thought about taking them off and asking the asking if I'd junk it out, if asking that, but I, that is probably part of. It's probably part of the value those, of the car. He probably wants those wheels. He wants the wheels and tires yeah. to sell. And that fucking, the transmission's not good, but the engine's still good. It's a Hemi. So, I don't know. If I get 500 bucks, I'll be took a pink. I had some dude at work. Who is like me buys work old work truck stuff? He asked me if I was selling. I was like, yeah, but I don't know. He only has to drive two miles to work every day, so it's, I I asked her. I was like, is it just done, done? She's like, I wouldn't go on a road trip, which I wouldn't have gone on a road trip with that thing anyway. No, but she's like, yeah, it's it's beyond repair. I mean, she's like, we can repair it, but it's not worth it. No, totally not worth it. So, and she said, if if a dealer like if I took it to a dealer. They would just total it out, <laughs> pretty much. And I was like, "Oh damn!" <sighs> but it's fucking leather. Got the wood grain. I know the it, man. <laughs> I can love that truck, man. Yeah, the interior's got like a stale bourbon smell to it because we just spilled so much, and it always leaks. So I, now I tell you one thing: I'm not gonna miss is somehow, <clears throat> depending on the way it's parked in my driveway, water leaks into the seatbelt. Uh, compartment. I remember you talking yeah. about that. So yeah. that one time I drove to work and my entire body was frozen because there's just a strip of ice going down my body. So I won't miss that. Then I love how all of a sudden I can't drive it now. I'm supposed to get a fucking Arctic storm next week. That does suck. Yeah. So now might be chasing Teresa's Buick. To I work. was about to say you might have to take the Buick to work because your Civic just it just it's not the car for no that and especially the tires I put on not the tires for. <laughs> I'm honestly, I'll probably just take the exterior home. That's a good idea. Since I've drove it forever this year, since October, I've only put like a thousand miles on it because I've been corporate Corey. So, might just steal that. That's a good idea. I'm hoping they're, our bosses were talking about like, because we have, you know, we're, we're new management and all this stuff. And we're, they're trying to get rid of the old vehicles and yada, yada, yada. Talking about selling the exterior. And I was like, I'll buy that motherfucker. I've been driving that truck for nine year, or eight years. Yeah. And I put, it's got 190,000 miles on it, 170. <clears throat> I'll put 153 of it on there, so. Probably do that. Playoffs? Sorry. Playoffs. I was reading something on you. Um, do you want to talk about the other bad news about last night? Worst fucking game ever. Oh, the football game? <laughs> I don't know if it was the worst game ever. It was just a, it was an ass beating. It, yeah. <sighs> what is this? Fucking Washington let me down. Your boy took a bath last night. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Washington won me probably like two grand this year. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so the college football championship happened. 
last night. We're recording on Tuesday. <coughs> it happened last night, and I'll find that score for you. 13-34. Thank you. Michigan, 13. Nope. Michigan, 34. Nope. Washington, 13. Uh, round of applause for Michigan, I guess. Mm-hmm. My other favorite college team. If I had to pick one. If you had to pick a secondary, probably Michigan. Michigan finally wins a national championship, even though they keep claiming they're an elite program. <clears throat> Won their third, their first one since 1997. Yikes. That was split. If anybody remembers that, I do. Split? Yep, split with uh, hmm. Miami. Miami. Oh. 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 And Washington's first one was also split. It was before split. we really settled it, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Then Washington's was also split, their last one. Oh, sorry. Um, between NFL and college, I've gotten like zero sleep last yeah, couple. We weeks. have. To, we have, I have watched so much football in the past like month. Yeah, um, I'm just kind of glad one of them's done. <laughs> I am kind of glad that college is over with one because uh, I just fucking just pissed away so much money last night. On I won, I won a bet of four. And the only reason I won it is because it was one of those dumb, like, little promo bets. And it was like, Blake Corum to score a touchdown and Michigan to win. Mm-hmm. And it was like plus 100 or some shit like that. Um, stupid bet. I mean, it's not a stupid bet. It hit. But, like, I just at, at some point I saw the fla- what the flavor of the game was going to be when uh, Washington could do zero mm-hmm. on offense. Mm-hmm. They were actually doing zero on offense. And I just kind of resorted to just having it in background because I was like, well, this everything I bet is dead. So. Yeah, and I know I had some influence on a lot of people about Washington. I still think I was right about that team. Um, we seen by the end of the game, Penix was pretty much on death row. He was very injured. Yeah. Um, I didn't lose $1,000. I lost less. But it was a lot. And then to top it all off, which made it way worse, when they scored that second touch, so it was like 27 to 13, I think. Uh, I was like, surely they'll do something and run down. Yeah. So then it went to 10 and a half. So I bet I cashed out like a couple bets that were actually going to still hit. Cashed those out for 95% of it or whatever. And then bet all of that on Washington plus 10 and a half. And then they proceeded to score two more touchdowns. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That's just a fuck me to. Yeah. Yeah. That was a massive fuck you from the universe. Uh, yep. Washington could – they. I think Washington played okay defense for what kind of game it was. Like, this should have been a massive – Defense sh- showed up. I was going to say, this should have been a massive blowout – or not blowout, a uh, shootout, right? Yes. I did not expect this to be a defensive battle. And I think Washington played okay enough defense for that style of game. It's just uh, Michigan – I don't even know if Michigan was really trying on defense, and they were getting into the backfield. It seemed like on almost every drop back from Penix, Penix was had Penix could not get set and throw on any of his drop backs. He still only like once, which is wild. Which is insane. He should have gotten sacked so many more times. Yeah. And then when he, when he, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, I, he kind of threw off his back foot a little bit. It was his first wide open shot to uh, a Dunze. The wide open shot to Adunze, he threw it to the wrong shoulder and a little high, and it just fell to like just there was there was no sound when the ball fell. I was like, this game is over. The two see the two touchdowns by that was, that Edwards, was early. The two touchdowns by Edwards, 
I was still like, nah, we're good. You can shake those off because there are two breakout runs. Mass, or once that pass was missed, I was like, well, I just lost all. As soon money. as he, as soon as that ball fell to the turf, I was like, this game is over. Like that's, I, I said it at work today. I was like, that was the moment that Uncle Mo just strolled on over to Michigan's sideline. And if there was ever a chance that Mo would have got back, is when they scored and we're gonna get the back of the ball at halftime. And then the first play, Penix throws the interception. Yeah, it, it was such a. It was Great just catch, a, by the way. Yeah, it was just such a. I, and it, I don't even say it was like a bad performance from Washington. I think it was just a good performance from Michigan's D because, like, they were getting pressure with three and four guys up front. They could drop everyone else back. What what can you do to that, right? When you're when you're when your QB scrambling and there's um, there's seven dudes back in protect, uh, protection. There's not much you can do to no, that. And we say Washington D showed up. They also had 209 rushing yards on them in the first half, and then a total of three. I think it was like three, uh, three, uh, three ten or something like that. In the game. Yeah, but I think we were expecting that. I wasn't expecting 209 yards in the first half. <clears throat> well, you had two breakout <clears throat> runs you can wipe off. That was 90, 90 87 yards. Yeah, 87 46, yards. You can, you can wipe those off because yeah. they're just kind of breakout plays. But as far as like the run scheme game goes, they did fine. Yeah, they shut them down. They did. Corralling. They're, no, we have not seen Washington's defense, really, because we kind of haven't had to. Or they were doing it against a inferior opponent. Like So they actually showed up. On that side, yeah. I just can't believe that was by far the best receiving core in the nation, by far, and only one of them caught a touchdown. It was piss poor, and it was the wrong guy. Actually, <coughs> I bet on all of them. So. I didn't have – I missed – actually, I hit a Dunze's yards, but that one also had Penix's yards, no. which did not hit. And then uh, – uh, Jalen Polk, I had him for yards, and it it, it didn't matter anyways because the over didn't hit, but yeah. it would have been sick. I was actually on on their last possession before they gave the ball up again. On their last possession, I was texting some friends of mine, and I was like, I was like, okay, Penix to Polk for a touchdown, and I'll never ask for anything ever again. Because <laughs> <laughs> would have won. Gave me the yardage. Would gave you. It would have gave me Polk's. It would have gave me his yardage. It would have gave me the over. It would have gave me Polk's yardage. I would have won a fuck ton of money, and I would have been fine. I, you know what? I could have lost every bet after that, but it didn't happen. I don't know why I didn't do it any time on Quorum. I mean, it's probably because it was minus like three hundred. But like, well, the value wasn't there. Yeah, and but like I, but it was also at the same time. It was like death taxes. Quorum's going to score like. Fuck you! Put a hundred dollars on it. You win twenty five. You still won twenty five. I don't know, but I I, I ended up doing one on McClellan, one on Polk, one on Dunze, and then I also did first first score of the game on Dunze, mm. <clears throat> and then I did one on Roman Wilson, the wide receiver for Michigan. So yeah, tough night for your boy. Congratulations, Michigan. Congrats to Michigan. I mean, Jim Harbaugh kind of deserves this one. He's put a team together. He's spent time because a lot of there. Remember the narrative for a little bit was. Uh, Harbaugh can't beat Ohio State. He can't win the Big Ten. Like that was, there was a lot of questions around Harbaugh at Michigan for that reason. Like they couldn't get past Ohio State. They couldn't win the Big Ten. Well, now he's won it, won them against Ohio State three years in a row. Now he's dusted, he's dusted Ohio State three years in a row. He's won the Big Ten. Now he's won a national championship. I feel like he gone. That's all you need to do, right? Yeah, he's definitely. You can't go anywhere else from there. You could, you could. Let go your entire team and start over. That would be interesting. Well, in that conference, just like the SEC is going to get harder now. 
Because yeah. Washington rematch, by the way, October 5th. Come on back. Uh-oh. Revenge game? In Seattle. Yep. Um, but you got Washington going there now, and Big Ten's like the big 38 or something now. I can't USC's remember. going there. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm yawning. Y'all just got to get over it. So, um, yeah. Congrats to Michigan. I'm so pretty now sure. the big question in college football, the the biggest question in college football right now is is what where is Jim Harbaugh headed? Uh, I got to be honest with you. Earlier we were talking Chicago. I mean, e- even I said it's like it's going to be Chicago. More and more now, I think he's going to Chargers. Yeah, I think he's going to go to the Chargers too. Um, if I were a coach looking for a job or looking to move to the NFL, the Chargers is the best situation. Yeah, because it's we've said we you and I have said it before on this podcast. The Chargers lineup is just a guy off. They've got all the guys. They just need the coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> the Bears can play this right. They're not going to. They can play it right. I do believe Justin Fields now is going to be gone, and that's a shame. Justin Fields should be the quarterback of the Bears. But yeah, uh, I, I think Chargers. But here's the one that pisses me off is. Like the Raiders have been mentioned, which the, I think that's a worse job than fucking. I know you're all about Vegas. I think that's a worse job than the Bears as far as talent. Your two best players are going to be gone. Or two of your three best players will be gone next year: Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. Max Crosby's still there for a couple more years. Fine, cool, whatever. But like that to be one thing, and then on the on the other side of them just not even worrying about Antonio Pierce. Like I'm telling you, if Antonio Pierce does not get this job, it's Mark Davis straight break. I was going to say, <laughs> if, Mark, if Antonio Pierce doesn't get the L.A. job, we need to start talking about sell the team. Because, I mean, whatever. Do the Davises own this outright, the Raiders? They do. Uh, the, the, the main issue with them is like the Lakers, for example, the buses. That is their only source of income. They're not rich people that have – they're rich people that just own the team. They, they're not all – they're not – uh, old all money. Yeah. So the other thing oh, is, oh, we've got a couple all rags. We'll Alex Davis. Sorry, Mark Davis is out here's son. Mark Davis is the owner, quote unquote. But in reality, it's Mark Davis's mother who owns the team. <laughs> really, <laughs> Mrs. And Davis? Inheritance tax alone, they don't have the actual cash capital. Oh, to pay it. To pay it. Oh yikes. So they would then go into furl or whatever. And so, like, really hoping she lives a little bit longer yeah. so they can figure something out, which is why they brought in, like, a Brady and, like, a couple other things. Mark too. Davis better be on Shark Tank than <laughs> You cannot, yeah, he cannot. Be like, what's your product? Well, all right, look, guys, it's a football team, right? Like, they play football. But look, look, look. We dress them in silver and black, all right? Fan base is huge. Fan base is huge. We got a Roomba stadium. Yeah. Like, Also, our defensive end is just littered with tattoos. Silver's a bird now. Yeah. I'm at, I'm looking for 1% of my company for four and a half billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so there will be they will be in a world of hurt because he'll have to actually use cash to Which he does not have. He does not have. Just like just like the buses. I mean, yes, they're rich, but they're not rich, if that makes sense. Yeah. They have assets, but it's just the one asset. Yeah. Um that's about it for college football. I mean, congrats to Michigan, right? Yeah. I mean, if there's other news about us getting some transfers and shit, we'll talk about it, but other than that. Yep. I mean, we're waiting Dormant. we're waiting on Nate for that one. Yeah, UK basketball had a huge game this week, this past weekend against the Florida Gators, and uh, I don't know why that tickled me. Yeah, 
And uh, I got to be honest with you. So the game was what it was, right? We 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 absorbed Florida's uh, rush, right? They, so the, the first half was Florida's game. That was uh, that's a. And the fact we were that close too, by the way. Yes, the first half was probably the best basketball that Florida can play. Meaning, they hit everything. They hit almost everything they put up. They can't shoot free throws to save their fucking life, though. They, do you know what that remind me of? What UK like five years ago? Yes, four years ago. When your team is like sixty percent from the line, that's horrifying. But they hit a lot of shots. They played. They rebounded oh, really threes. But yes, rebounded they rebounded well. great. So that was some of the best basketball that Florida's probably going to play this year. And so even Cal said it, it was like you know let's see how long they can keep it up. Um, second half, we got to see what a Monday through Friday Florida looks like, which is still a good basketball team. Uh, well, when Friday I, comes, you're ready for that weekend. I expect them. I expect them to be ranked by the end of the month. I expect them to be better than whatever their outcome was, and I don't even know what it was, but I expect them to be better. Than I that. expect them to be ranked by the end of the month. That's how. That's how impressed I was with the Florida team. I am. Uh, tickled pink about the resiliency of this UK team to take a shot in the face because, I mean, we got our asses kicked in the first half. I know it was, you know, relatively close going into halftime or whatever, but we got we got our shit kicked in in the first half. They didn't give up. They didn't get flustered, all that jazz. Trey Mitchell started, started trying to play a little hero ball in the second half. really pissed me off. Uh, and he put up some really horrible shots and was trying to draw fouls that weren't there. That was really frustrating because he should be better than that, being a veteran and an older guy on the team. <clears throat> but the fact that we took Florida's best and was were, was able to get back and and you know eventually go ahead and win the game um, made me feel really good about because you're going to run into that at all points in the season, but most importantly, you're going to run into that in March and and early April in the tournament. You're gonna to, you're gonna get into a game against some team that's running on literally uh, Red Bull and piss, and they're gonna shoot the lights out in the first half, and then they'll start to peter off in the second half. Yeah. And you got to be able to you got to be able to play with that. You got to be able to understand that you can you can get past that if you just calm down and play and play football or basketball. So I was really impressed with that. Again, Trey Mitchell pissed me the hell off with with the hero ball he was trying to do in the second half. He got really frustrated, and I don't understand it because it wasn't like it wasn't like they he was getting missed calls. Yeah, you know, there were I mean there were some Shaq calls, but there were Shaq calls on both sides, all that shit or whatever. He just like got flustered, and I don't understand it at all because he had a good game, but. uh of course, we're recording on Tuesday, so congrats to the UK Wallcast for defeating Missouri. I'm betting on fucking Missouri plus points now. <laughs> now, uh, Bradshaw, had, I mean, he had the Aaron Bradshaw, that, my, my guy. Let me tell you, he won the game. Let me tell you a story about a man, a story of two halves. <laughs> right. The first half, Aaron Bradshaw could have been a piece of drywall. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> he could have been a piece of drywall with some dreads and wristbands. And I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. The second half, this man turned into a basketball player and was just doing everything that he needed to do. I really wish that he was a smidge stronger. He's not, though. Yeah. He's a little weak. He gets boxed out easy by much shorter dudes. I won't say smaller, but shorter dudes. He gets boxed out easier than shit. 
Uh, but so <clears throat> let me tell you a personal story. Jamie goes to take her ceremonial nap in the early afternoon mm-hmm. on the weekend. Mm-hmm. She does it at least once a, a weekend, potentially twice. Yeah, twice yeah. Uh, so she goes to take her nap. And uh, as a courtesy to her, I don't get ripped and rowdy uh, while she's in there taking a nap because, you know, the, the living room is directly next to the bedroom. Yep. bedroom. There's no buffer. Uh, <laughs> Bradshaw pulls up for this three, and uh, in my head I'm screaming like, no, at the top of my lungs, but I can't. So I just make a like a face essentially, yeah. <laughs> and then he buries the three. To was that to come within one? I think it was either tie or come within one. It was either tie or come within one, and uh, so he buries the three. And instead of me yelling out and celebrating, I'm just like pumping my fist yeah. back and forth. That's I the only that. thing I, I could do. That, by the way, yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, totally for the listeners, he looked like he was jacking off two people behind him. Yeah, I would make I would make two people standing behind me very happy. Yeah, it was. Uh, watch, I was by myself, so there's no point in yelling. <laughs> I don't know, but but like. I watched it. I was pretty jacked about that. Um, he he came in the second half and he looked great. I will say real quick, Florida's not even ranked in the top fifty right now. I don't understand it. Um, that was a good basketball. Also, team what's weird play. is Alabama's nine and five and South Carolina's eleven and one, and Alabama's favored eleven and a half tonight. That's I don't get that weird. either. So, but yeah, uh, did Florida, they get downgraded to manslaughter? <laughs> People don't forget. Nope. Uh, I don't even know what team he's on in the NBA, but. Uh, the Killers. <laughs> that sounds like a twelve-year-old man name. <laughs> the Detroit Killer, <laughs> Chicago Killers. <clears throat> all the all the cities that have bad people killing people. The, the Tiburon Killers, Gary Indiana Killers. <laughs> oh, the Gary's you, man. We're talking about East St. Louis. No, it's Gary <laughs> Indiana. Like, uh, anyway, yeah. No, uh, pretty jacked about the game tonight. Probably going to not bet on it, but I will. I oh, I already dropped some. Mm. I actually put together a juicy, juicy parlay for the Missouri game tonight, and this is going to sound hilarious when people listen to this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kentucky's hit 10 straight overs. Ooh. And the over is total at... Total over? Yeah, total point okay. overs. It's at... It's sitting at like 100 and something... What did I lock in? Sure. Let me just look at it. It's sitting at 150 something. Mm, let's just okay. let's not do any numbers here. Okay. 150 something. At the time, it's probably it may have changed, but Kentucky was a 12 and a half point favorite. It's 11 and a half now. Fuck. That's awesome. Uh, so your boy locked in 12 and a half uh, over 150 something, and then I dialed it down a little bit mm-hmm. and put uh, Antonio but- Reeves. Plus fifteen points, and there's I think my boss talked me into another one actually. Not my boss, just a coworker. Can we? Is there a while while you're doing on the filibuster? Oh yeah, I got it. Yeah, Trey Mitchell ten points. Mm, that is kind of juicy. Um, Plus four hundred. Mm, I might do that solo dolo. So the. Um, I love my favorite thing to do in NBA is stat combo. So, for those who don't know, points, assists, rebounds, combo. Do they do that in the uh, NCAA? This game does. I've noticed on okay, draft- so, well, that's that's all I need. Is I've noticed game. on okay. DraftKings you don't always get player props, which I don't understand for college basketball. Lately, for the NBA, it's been kind of weird. Like yeah. it gave me like one. Get like the other day I was doing Mavs game, which Beth Texas lose the Mavs game. 
Um, I'm making a list, by the way. Um, Jake I did, twice. I did Luca. I wanted to because I always did Luca just because he's fucking a stud right now. But then the first thing he gave up was Kyrie Irving's second game back. And then it immediately went to alt, alt points. Yeah, I don't know. And get I was it, like, dude. what the fuck? Here's that. I went to bet on a Sixers game one time, and the only player prop of either team I could get was Joel Embiid. He was the only player prop available, even though 10 dudes were going to be at the floor at any given time. Now, I have noticed, which is probably not a shocker, closer you get to the game, the more props show up. I don't get it. But, yep. I don't get it. That was NBA talk. You want to talk about Black Monday? Or do you want to talk about the games first? Let's talk uh, about the games first. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about the games first. Say... The games that didn't matter, don't worry about those. Nah, we'll skip over. We'll just do the score and skip okay. over them. NFL Week 18. Final week. Final week of the NFL season. Uh, hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave because that means the playoffs is coming in. Mm-hmm. First game on the slate, Saturday, Jan 6. Uh, hope everybody was... Safe. I hope everybody was permitted into the places that they went into on January 6th instead of just forcing yourself in. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that goes for houses and people. Looking at you, Toll. <laughs> if no one knew Toll and just looked at him straight in the face, you oh, like, three percenter. That 100%. dude's a Jan Sixer, bigger and shit. Three percenter. Especially sure. when he, sometimes he keeps his hair a little bit longer, and you're like, ah, hey, he's just a dad. But when he cuts his hair a little shorter, like this dude dresses up as a buffalo yeah. and rushes into place. Like he's got a list and he's got an AK somewhere. Yeah, like, like, you're like this dude. I'm sorry, not AK, AR-15. Yeah, this dude's got a dartboard with Pelosi's face on it. <laughs> Especially when he does that moustache. Yeah. yeah. He's got the dirty Sanchez on. <laughs> Love you, Toe. Steelers, 17. <laughs> it's fucking Toe catches strays <laughs> out of nowhere. Usually it's Tommy had spread out to the song. Steelers, 17. Ravens, 10. Ravens didn't play anybody and almost still won this game. Yeah, that put a lot of sweat on some futures that I have. Um, I guess good for Pittsburgh. Good for whoever's playing them. Uh, I think I think it's the it is the Buffalo uh, Buffalo yeah, plays. So good on them. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, Mike Tomlin has betting the t- under on that game was the easiest goddamn bet I ever made. Oh yeah, that it was, was a free hurricane money. during that fucking. It's game. free money. Uh, Mike Tomlin has tied Bill Cower for most ten win seasons for. I assume just he's the got Steelers. 17 years. Yeah. He's been there 17 years. That's insane. And there's still people in the burger pits that are still calling for his job. There's 27 teams that would hire him today. Yep. If they fired him. Uh, Texans 23, Colts 19. Just wasn't our day. Mm. Wasn't Colts day. I backdoored you so bad on that one. You did. You Two weeks ago. You <laughs> cut the Texans to win the division. You fucking cuck. <laughs> it wasn't the Colts day. I mean, no, you, you had your could, chances. And you, you could see it right off the bat. I mean, with the big bomb in the first quarter. Nico Collins had a day. Nico Collins had an absolute day. He's like, yeah, I'm number one, not Tankdale. Um, you know, we were missing our starting QB. Yeah. If we had got – so I still – I came out of that with my head still high. You should. Neither of those teams should be there right now. No. But no. No. They should not. Neither Jacksonville should have won that division. <clears throat> yeah, Jacksonville should have walked away with that division. Exactly. They did not. Uh, but I still got my head hell high. I'm reaching out to all Colts, Colts fans that listen to the show. Tommy, I know you're a Colts fan. We should be walking away with our heads up because uh, we looked really good this year, 
and it wasn't the fact that like our star rookie QB played out. It's that our coaching staff coached a team that should not have been this good. We should have we shouldn't have won six games this year, no. and we won nine, and yep. we were in a position to go to the playoffs. I think you and the Cardinals have the coaches of the year. They won't win it. The Cardinals, for what he did, oh, nah. they did a hell of a job. He did a hell of a job. People forgot the Cardinals existed. Until Dobbs did what Dobbs did, and then he went to Vikings, and they did more Dobbs stuff. Yeah. Anyways, uh, congrats to the Texans. They earned it. You know? Good for D'Amico. I'm a big fan of D'Amico Ryans. I'm a huge fan yeah. of D'Amico Ryans. Handsome boy. guy, by the way. Gorgeous. Super handsome. Gorgeous. Happy for Stroud. Happy for Stroud. Not so handsome. He's not, he's not the ugliest person. He looks like Miles Garrett deflated. I was going to say he kind of looks like a Chucky doll. But. A Chucky doll? He got some really nice fat cheeks. Next <laughs> 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 game. I will say real quick, real quick, it would be a travesty if the Texans don't have not only the O-Roy, but the D-Roy. It'll be tough. I think they got offensive rookie or not locked up. Yeah. I don't think anybody else is better. You, there's probably Will a, Anderson Jr., in my opinion, should be the D. There's probably a uh, – uh, a guy up in Dayton, Ohio, that's screaming the name of a certain Vikings player. Jordan Addison, yeah. Yeah, but no, Str- Stroud Addison, did better. Jordan Addison's probably third or fourth on that list. Anyway. Uh, Browns 14, Bengals 31. Browns didn't play anybody. I don't know. Browns was on their fifth quarterback. Driscoll. Yeah, yeah no one knows who that guy is. Jeff uh, Driscoll? <clears throat> oh, Jeff Driscoll? Yeah. Holy fuck. When you said Driscoll, I was literally about to be like, who is he fucking, what's his name, son? Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> I, I know. thought Jeff Driscoll was from like the nineties, dude. Pretty sure that's Jeff Driscoll. I don't know. I'll look it up while you're Yeah, look it up. Uh Li- Driscoll, I just know. Lions thirty, Vikings twenty. Good for the Lions. Did they secure the two seed? No, they were trying to because, because that was the they game needed first. Yep. So they played hard. Um too hard? Maybe too hard. Because whatever I'm here for it, I'm not gonna let I'm not let well. Shit on. Like, I was listening, and I'm sure you've listened to it too. But I was listening to a podcast, uh, part of my take, and they put it perfectly: is that Jeff Dan, Driscoll? Jeff Driscoll, yeah. holy fuck! Dan Campbell, <laughs> KBR <of> four. <laughs> God damn! God damn. <laughs> that uh, part of my take put it best. They said they said that that. Dan Campbell basically set the precedent that this is how I'm going to play, so expect yeah. this. You know, and it and it shows right. out, that, and that's true because if you look at all of the fourth and whatever decisions he's made, or uh, or fake punts, you know that shit or whatever. That's the washer. Oh, uh, like goddamn boys, <laughs> take cover. Dan Campbell's already let it seep into his locker room that this is the style that we're going to play. This is the style that I'm going to coach. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I think they expect that. Football's a funny game, man. Like people get hurt. Uh, uh, there was a offensive lineman I remember when I was in high school. An offensive lineman was out for two weeks for laying on his couch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you hurt your back laying on your couch. Shit happens. Uh, who all went down? I don't even remember. Well, the two, there are two Sam of their Laporta, best three players. Sam Laporta goes down. And That's Branch, huge. The corner. And Branch, the corner, goes down. But I don't, I have not looked at the reports. I feel like if it was that much of an injury, 
would have got a text message or an update. So I'm not sure. But the Laporta one was bad. It looked it looked really bad. The Laporta one did look pretty bad. But I didn't see the branch one. I think I either turned to another game or I can't I can't remember. But this, the the Laporta knee injury, best case scenario, it's like a mild sprain. Um, I want to say something real t- real quick. He also played Amon Ra St. Brown the entire game. If people don't think Amon Ra is a top five wide receiver in this league, you don't watch football. Like, it's insane. There are people that don't think that? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Really? We should do a top five current wide receivers. Top five current wide receivers? Yeah. You want to do that uh, immediately after Super Bowl? Yes. We can do top ten. No, top five. Five. Yep. Nate will be like uh, Debo, Brandon Ayuk, Jerry Rice. Real quick, though. What was that Clark guy's name that made the catch? Fuck, I don't know. I can't remember. You know, you know the yes, video I, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, real quick, Justin Jefferson. I I, I kind of shit on him. I think he didn't play as many games as he should have played this year. I think Justin. My Jefferson. guy just fucking came out and was like, "Oh wait, I'm the best fucking wide receiver in this." <laughs> I league. think Justin Jefferson played the exact amount of games that he should have played because the Vikings were not going to make the playoffs. The, and the way he's thing, healthy, right the now. way things were going, they weren't going to make the playoffs. <laughs> so why in the world? Yep. Would you go out there and get your shit kicked in for nothing? And then he just came out and said, "Remember, you're going to owe me a lot of money soon." One more thing: congratulations to the Lions. They get the third seed. They get the host division. Playing the Rams, which is going to be fucking awesome. That's going to be a fucking crazy um, game. Matt Stafford coming home for a yoff game. Yeah, and then damn it, Nate's not here. I, can't. I know, right? I noticed how you threw that into the fucking uh, group text. I'm going to do lot. it. I'm going to do it until he punches me in the nose. <laughs> um, Sam Laporta. Whatever's happening to him, I hope it's it's okay. Sam Laporta is on pace to be the greatest tight end of all time. He broke every rookie tight end record. From? Iowa. Iowa. It makes no sense. There's like two good tight ends that weren't from Iowa. Three. Gonzalez. Kelsey. Kelsey and Gronk. Yeah. Gronk was Arizona. Arizona. Uh, Kelsey was Cincinnati. And I don't know where Gonzalez played. Cal. No, it wasn't Cal. Uh, yeah, it was University of California. He played Cal? Damn. Pretty sure, yeah. Uh, double check me on that one, but I think so. Uh, yeah, congrats to the Lions, man. This is a historic Lions team. Yep, can't wait to watch the game. Historic Lions team. And then you got Stafford coming into home. Dude, tell you what. He still owns a home in Detroit. Detroit fans, if you don't cry at the start of that game, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Unless you're just too fucking tough to cry, then I totally understand. Mm-hmm. Jaguars 20, Titans 28. Just I'm so glad the Jaguars lost this game because fuck this team. I'm yep. so sick of this team. The last half of this team has been some of the worst football to watch, and I'm glad they're out. One of the biggest so, collapses of all time. I'm glad they're out so that a team like the Texans and the Steelers, and the Steelers is awful football too, but at least it's yeah, fun. I think it's better than Jacksonville right That's now. what I'm saying. Like It's shitty football, but it's fun to watch. Yeah. Jacksonville is just because you know what's on the team, and it should be better, and it's not. Yep. That team pisses me off so bad. Still love Josh Allen. He's the greatest player of all time. He probably won't be there next year. Thank God. Maybe. Ooh. Josh Allen to the Colts. Maybe. maybe. I don't oh, know. if Josh, dude. If, well, if our new coach is Gerard Mayo, he's coming to the fucking Patriots. But, but if Josh, if the Colts sign Josh Allen, you boy is buying another jersey, which means he'll immediately retire. But still, I'm <laughs> buying another jersey. Two things about this. I actually thought this was easy money. I took plus three and a half Titans. Then I also took the Titans straight up. This helped the blow of last night go pretty easy because 
I just I thought it was gonna be such a Vrabel thing. Just all right, I can ruin a fucking division person, and then we'll talk about Vrabel later. But I mean, we heard the press conference. Yeah, like yeah, my man's you, playing. Pre, the Vrabel's press conference after the last loss that they had, or whatever, and, and basically talking about it, he said, "quote It fucking sucks. Losing fucking sucks." You know. Vrabes is not going to lay over and die in a game. And to dick over someone else, especially I love uh, Peter, Doug Peterson. I think Doug Peterson is a great coach. But uh, What's your divi- it's your division rival. It's your division rival. And, like, honestly, if you can do something to make Doug Peterson take the visor off, fucking do it, right. man, because it's funnier that way. Um, we did not, I did not see how that Vrabel thing was going to go later on. We'll talk about it later, obviously. But, like, Breaking news, Mike Vrabel got fired. Yeah. Everybody, Astonishing. Everybody knows my name, but. Astonishing. <laughs> not traded. Fired. Not quit. Fired. fired. Um, not even yeah. ritual suicide. Yeah, no, right. Good for Tennessee. Um, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking, but yeah, good for them as far as that day went. Anyway. I did not know that Trevor Lawrence did a QB sneak on fourth and goal. I didn't Why the fuck would you do that? I don't know. He's he's he he hasn't been right since fucking Halloween. So I, I don't. He's a I mean he's a he's a tall dude. He's a long dude. He's not strong. Or the fact that you have uh, Etienne, who's that's been what going I'm nuts saying. for the past two weeks. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You've got the running back. Why the fuck would you do that? All right, Jets seventeen, Patriots three. Who cares? Guaranteed a third pick. I think. Guaranteed third pick. Saints forty eight, Falcons seventeen. Holy ball, Saints. We gotta talk about this game. About only one thing. Yes. Victory formation. I think we're going to be on different sides here. Are we? Victory so. formation Go controversy. First. I love it. Score the ball. No. I don't give a fuck, dude. If you're in victory formation, everybody's just like, what if they, somebody just stood up and then fucking Jamal Williams just ran over some dude? Victory formation is a guaranteed. All right, we're good. Everybody's just chalking Victory up formation was only formated. To uh, because formatted, form, formed, formed. I guess we'll do <laughs> we tried to add a lot of letters to that for no reason. Victory formation was only created because teams used to run the ball and then they would fucking fumble it. And for whatever reason, back in the fucking eighties and shit like it, everybody's coked up and didn't think to just sit down on your knee. So. It's still a live ball, regardless. But it's a it's and I look. I'm all, I'm all for shitting on the unwritten rules, especially in baseball. Baseball is the worst when it comes to unwritten rules. Oh, it's the best. How do you like those rules and then don't like this one? Uh, uh, well, no, that's what I'm saying. Baseball's unwritten rules are so dumb. They're oh, awesome. okay, yeah. Like it, like I'm pretty sure baseball players every day they wake up, they just wake up and be like, all right, I'm pissed off at something. Yeah. I gotta find something. To piss yeah, off. that's uh, that's gross. But I can get I can get that stuff, and I can even get some of the written rules in other sports. This one is just no, you can't do this. And I understand like Arthur Smith being pissed, and then Dennis Allen being like, "Look, dog, I don't know what the fuck happened." Yeah, Art. So I agree with Shannon Sharp. Jameis Winston should have been cut immediately. Jameis Winston is a loser, a full blown loser. Nah, and he's a piece of shit. Nah, and this just proves it. Nah, Jameis Winston's. Good for football, first uh, off. No, he's not. Yeah. No, he's not. Dude ate his fingers. That's stupid. So, But there's two kinds of people in this world. People like you and Nick who think he's funny, 
and the rest of the world that think he's a piece of shit and is skated after doing all the horrible shit he did, never got charged for anything, and then still, still gets paid legs. money. Crab legs? No, he there was a charges. Throwing somebody and in shit. the sand quit. There was for rape crab charges legs? and shit too. He fucked him. a crab? But fuck, I don't know. Man, it hurt. Shells? King crab, you take the fat part of the thick two C's. King crab, you take the fat part of the leg, you leave the meat in, that's critical. You can fuck that. I just opened the door. He said you can fuck that. <laughs> No, I like, James, James was his piece of shit. No, he's I don't, not. I don't and blame. I love it. And you know what? If I was a teammate of his, I would. Uh, and I'm not even the type of dude that's over is like, what's everybody mad about? No, everybody should be mad about it because that's what makes it awesome is everybody getting pissed at it. Arthur Smith had every right in all of the rights of man to go out there and be like, what the fuck, bro? Because that's the point of dumb rules is to go out and be like, what the fuck over a... Over a kneel down that was run in, tried to run it in for a touchdown. Or did they run it for a touchdown? They didn't. Jamal Williams got the touchdown. He got the touchdown? Yeah. yeah. You should go out there and bitch about that. And there, should, there wasn't even an incentive part or anything for Jamal Williams. I know. Nothing. But what it is is it's just it's all about just shitting on teams. You know why? Because the next time they play, that game is going to fucking be awesome. Except half the people will be on the fucking team. It don't matter, dude. Ah, They're going to slap it on the bulletin. Whoever replaces Arthur Smith is going to slap it up on that bulletin board and be like, remember when they did this to, to the last guy? Well, luckily, Arthur Smith's not playing him anymore because he got fired as well. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I uh, love it. Ah, fuck him. I love I it. I fucking hate Jameis Winston. You play to win the game. They were up 30. If Jameis Winston signed in New England right now, you would be fucking happy. Fuck no. Yeah, you would. No. He's better than both your quarterbacks. You I agree. Yeah. Still wouldn't want him on my fucking team. Yeah, you would. <clears throat> Especially when he tackles himself and then wins you four games. He's not even better than Taysom Hill. So. No, he's not. I love Jameis, though. It's so funny. you got to have that guy. Next game. No, you don't. Buccaneers 9, Panthers 0. Speaking of that division. <laughs> congrats, Buccaneers, on winning the division. Oh, another reason that Jameis Winston's a fucking loser. He leaves Tampa Bay... Tom Brady comes in and wins the championship. Baker Mayfield comes in and wins the fucking conference. James Winston, or Winston is a loser. But he didn't have LASIK when he was in Tampa. Oh. Now we just stole shit there, too, I'm sure. Same. Congrats, Buccaneers. I, yeah, I actually think they have a chance against the Buccaneers. I mean, the Buccaneers, <laughs> I didn't watch this game because it wasn't on, but I feel like the Buccaneers did the smartest thing ever, which was don't play hard. <laughs> you know? Because they've got to turn around and play. Uh, they uh, uh, they got to play Eagles. the Eagles. Which, Tampa. Let's be honest. We'll talk about it in a second. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't. They have a chance, in my opinion. I'm waiting for that spread to creep up a little bit. Like I'm going to bet on the Buccaneers. Dude, they've got it. Anyways, uh, Bears nine, Packers seventeen. What the fuck, Bears? Lost a lot of money on this game too. I lost a lot of money on this game. Really uh, thought this was a fuck go fuck yourself. Uh, get Green Bay out, which Green Bay didn't make it anyway, did they? Oh, did they? They're in. Fuck. This was a win and you're in for the Packers. Oh, that's right. They're playing Dallas. Yeah. Wow, revenge game. So, I didn't realize this because I, I just haven't been following the Packers at all, but Jordan Love, his this is his first – it's not next, it's not his rookie year, but it's his first full starting year. Yes. Has basically mirrored Favre and Rodgers' first full year as a starter. Sure. As uh, as far as yards and touchdowns, yes. and that is a stat that you can say. Yes, I mean, 
He also had he's he, the past I think three weeks, he looks like an MVP quarterback. The four weeks before that, he looked like the worst fucking quarterback in the league. Yeah. So Oh no, this guy's definitely Jekyll and Hyde when it comes to it's this entire team, actually, Packers' entire team. He's Jekyll in West Texas. Like that's <laughs> I mean, he's just not like I mean, they're not going to draft a quarterback next year, obviously. But like, no, I think that I think they believe in Jordan Love, and he's definitely given them a reason to believe in him. Yes. Uh, but like, no, this team's not going anywhere in the playoffs. And they're playing at Dallas, and Dallas hasn't lost this year. I think they played twenty six games at home. Seems like um, Dallas doesn't lose at home. So. No, and they score like forty points a game yeah, at home. So, uh, but but they made it to the playoffs when they really shouldn't have. No, you know what I'm saying? Like there were. At, at one time, people were talking Seahawks playoffs. Um, there was another team in there. Uh, fuck, never mind. But yeah, people had the Seahawks. Actually, it was just the Seahawks, wasn't it? No, Saints and Falcons still had a chance to wild card well, again. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. So, I mean, the Packers accomplished something. Is where I'm getting at. Yes, they yeah. accomplished something because this team kind of sucks. Uh, but they made it to the playoffs. David Bakhtiari, I'm convinced, is not injured and just doesn't want to play anymore. And he's gone after this year. He wants to be with Aaron Rodgers. He will get signed by the Jets next year. And my my hey, my guy's still recording 18 checks a week. So yeah. Also, I don't think I've seen him in a game. I think I've seen him in two games since COVID. So this might actually add some weight to Aaron Rodgers might be a cult leader because why would you want to go to the Jets? Well, I mean Bakhtiari, it when healthy is one of the top five offensive linemen in the league when he's healthy. So, And him and Aaron are like BFFs. I'm just so. saying, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people follow Jim Jones into the jungle is all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, I agree. <laughs> Raiders 27, Broncos 14. Congrats, Raiders. Eagles 10, Giants 27. The <laughs> score of this game is not indicative of the game because the Giants beat the shit out of the Eagles. And there was, quote, scoreboard watching. I think Sirianni's gone. So, dude, when last week, when his name came up on the hot seat, I, at first, when it first came across my, my dashboard or whatever, I was like, what? And then I started to think about it. I was like, actually, yeah. I think he got so into the, the way Philly was, and last year it worked out. And then he was still trying to keep that going, and then this year it has not worked out. And I think... Collectively, look, we hate Philadelphia, the fans, but they pull. They have some pull, especially the Eagles fans have pull in that in that town, and I think everybody's turned on him so much so that I, I, if he's not gone next year, if they don't produce next year, he's definitely gone. Here's the thing that that a few publications are talking about. The only thing that's changed on that coaching staff, the team got better roster wise. Yes. In between seasons. Yes. The only thing that changed was Shane Steichen going to the Colts. See, that, well, then they also demoted the defensive coordinator. And now Matt, uh, my guy. Well, well uh, so he's still at D.C. He's just not calling plays. I know, but technically you have changed two – you have changed your coordinators both in a year, essentially. Which, so, when you go to the when you go to the Super Bowl, you expect your coordinators to be gone. You yes. expect your coordinators to get new jobs because that's what happens. People want to hire the coordinator. The next best of the yeah. Yes, to get onto their team. Shane Steichen leaving, and this offense has been at times very, very dog shit, mm-hmm. is an indictment. But who thought the gauntlet was not going to be Dallas, Milwaukee, or not <laughs> Milwaukee, <laughs> Dolphins, all those? It was going to be 
New York, Arizona, New York. I don't, they I went don't one know. and two in those games. They started December ten and one. Yep. They finished eleven and six. Worst That's, collapse. Them or the Jags. Them. Yeah. Has I to agree. be the Eagles. I agree. Because the Jags are still like they're still like uh they're still like a uh, an egg in incubator. Yeah. There's still time for them to crack open and go. The the Eagles were supposed to be going back to the Super Bowl. So during the one o'clock games, I was going through all my bets and stuff because I made a bunch of futures and shit. And then I just looked and I was like, Damian Pierce, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, and then I got to Saquon Barkley, and it was over seven and a half touchdowns. And I was I was ripping them up as I went because I was looking at the stats and stuff. And then when the game started, he had four, and I was like, Matt, you know what? I'll just save it just for the hell of it. And then I look at the fucking thing goes below me, and he's got two touchdowns. And I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> no one here to get two more touchdowns, but I was still like, oh. Yeah, so none of my prop players. Yep. Yeah. It happened. Seahawks 21, Cardinals 20. It's the end of their seasons. <laughs> Kyler Murray. The quarterback for the Cardinals next year. That's yep. It. Chiefs 13, Chargers 12. God damn, Chargers. You couldn't beat. Uh, they didn't have Travis Kelsey. They didn't have Pat Mahomes. And you couldn't beat that team. There's people still thinking the Chiefs are just that good. It not, blows my mind. I know there's a fucking Atlantic or Arctic blizzard going on right now up there. And Miami, Miami has to come in. And Miami may be out, Mostert and Waddle. Waddle. I still think Miami's going to win that game. Arrowhead's tough place to play. We'll see. They lost like four times this year. Yeah. Six times. Oh, Oh, at home? Yeah. It doesn't have their home record up here. Well, actually, they're six and two at home. So, yeah, they've lost four at home. Or they six and two away. Sorry. So they lost four at home. Yeah. Rams 21, 49ers 20. Uh, was anyone playing in this game? I know Puka Nakua got his. They were Puka, trying to get him to get his. Puka Nakua got the rookie. Yeah, re- receiving and receiving. Or I'm sorry. Receiving and receptions yes, record. And did you see the video of Sean McVay after that final catch? As soon as he caught the ball and went down, McVay was on it. He had his mic where he's like, get him out, yep. get him out. And he was like, get the ball, get him out, get the yeah. ball, get him out. Which luckily Puka got the – he held the ball and walked it out with him so he gets yeah. to keep that ball. That's a huge accomplishment for him. It is. Uh, so for some reason, Ayuka was playing. I'm not sure. He he was hurt early in the year, so I don't know if they were trying to get reps or – I don't know. Maybe he had an incentive he wanted to hit. Maybe. I don't know. But, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I know it's ultimately up to the coach to be like sit or, sit or play, but I feel like a, a player's like, Coach, I need I need 15 yards, you know, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but Rams are in. Oh, by, by the way, real quick, I forgot to mention it. The the clowny dance in the middle of the ring. <laughs> yeah. And clowny was playing Steelers, and he hit that $750,000 sack bonus. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's cash money, isn't it? Pretty much. It's not part of their contract. It's it's attached to the contract. It's attached to it, yeah. But I mean, I'm sure there's taxes and all that taken out of it. But like, it's well, yeah. it's a bonus that you get. That's insane. Seven hundred fifty grand. Yeah. Yeah, but taxes. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. I know. <laughs> uh, Cowboys thirty eight, Commanders ten. Congrats, Cowboys. And then Sunday night, Bills twenty one, Dolphins fourteen. It was still wild to think that there was a scenario 
where the Bills could be the two seed or out of the playoffs. That was weird. Well, actually, I think when Sunday Night Football kicked off, I think the Bills were in. Yes, but I'm saying when the, when the day started. Yes. It was weird. Um, what was funny was the scenario of this game in particular. Like, if the, the Bills ended up winning, so now they host – they are hosting the Steelers. Steelers. But if they lost, they would just have to stay in South Florida yeah. and, and they play Miami again. Stay. That was – so we had talked about this before, like the Germany games, the whatever games – that Buffalo would leave, leave early. Uh, the the thinking was whatever hotel they were in, they were just staying there. That's a good move. And they were going to practice at like UCF or something. Yeah, it's a great move. Yeah. Uh, but Bills win 21-14. Uh, this was a good game. So I can't really say one way or the other like any team's in trouble. I know Miami would have loved to have won that game to keep playing in Miami, but now they have to go on the road to Kansas City. That kind of sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, the Bills now, they host the Steelers, uh, which they would have probably loved to have host a warm-weather team because it's going to be up in Buffalo. There's going to yeah. be a winter bullshit roll through this weekend. there's only one warm-weather team, really. That's true. Available. <clears throat> but it – so – The thing the thing I took away from it was Josh Allen did Josh Allen things and they still won. So yes. Which yeah, means, Josh Allen, he, he threw his token interception or two. I think it was just one, I think, maybe. Um, but, uh, like, Tua threw some very uncharacteristic t- uh, interceptions. Yeah. Of course, he's missing one receiver, um, and and he was hitting some guys that he doesn't normally hit. Tyreek still had a huge game. Um, Which What's crazy about this, I just still don't think t- uh, Hill is 100%. I think he's, like, 85% right now. Could be. And also, it was fresh off of his house catching on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, that son's not going to be allowed out of his room for <laughs> however long. So, yeah, it was a good inning. It was a good inning to a great season. Great season. Great Two, NFL season. 272 of awesomeness. I saw something, and we may, we may dive into this later, but uh, I, I was listening to a podcast, and they, they asked the question, what was your favorite storyline of the year? Hmm. I don't know if you got one off the top of your head. I've got one. Go ahead. Mine's Deron Bland's interception or uh, pick six spree. Yeah, that was pretty wild. There for a minute, it was like you could almost like the the handicappers almost had that as like a minus uh, odds. If you had, yeah, if you had to pick me off the top, I would say the fact that all the running backs want to get paid, and then Raheem Mostert proceeded to score like 19 or 20 or 21 touchdowns <laughs> and Gus the bus scored like 13 or 14. Yeah. And they're on like $2 million. Contracts. Very low end contracts. Yeah. yeah. Which just goes, I mean, I know everybody's got their own like fraternity, but they just kind of shit on their own fraternity there. Yeah. Uh, so now we're geared up for, have they added any more adjectives to it? Super wild card. I think. Is it just super wild yeah. card? I thought they were going to call it like ultra mega super wild card. I haven't looked. Which the fact that we're calling it Super Wild Card Weekend is just dumb, dumb. Mm-hmm. But uh, should we should we pick games? Should we pick games? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's pick some games. Choose your destiny. Okay, choose your destiny. Playoff edition, <clears throat> Wild Card Super Wild Card Edition. I have an update. Update. Yeah. Okay. Nate, who's not doing very good this year, is running away at this point. Oh, boy. 
Not really. Uh, I am. I had a rough week. I am 25, 28, and 3. Chris, you are 27, 28, and 1. Okay. And Nate is 28, 26, and 2. He's positive? Yes. Oh, boy. He went 3 and 1. Damn. Yeah. Don't like that. Yeah. So. Let's pick some games from Super Wildcard Weekend. Start with favorites. I'll go first. Do it. I haven't gone first in a while. My favorite <coughs> for the week, Cleveland, minus three at Houston. Really? I like, I just like what Cleveland's doing right now. And uh, Houston's just, I feel like Houston's going to run into a buzzsaw in Cleveland's defense. Stroud's going to have to play the game of his life. Okay, okay. It is in Houston, NRG Stadium, where we watched a championship last night. I'm going to take Dallas minus seven and a half at home. I don't think Green Bay's that good. I think Dallas beats them by two tutties. See, the only reason I didn't want to take that one is because I feel like Dallas does like a taking care of business thing and like sits everybody. And then they, you Cover. know. Fair enough. Yeah. But then again, you wouldn't take anybody out until you had a sizable lead, so that logic doesn't track at all. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Science. Uh, all right, so dogs. Uh, my underdog for the week, Rams plus three and a half at the Lions. Matt Stafford coming into the building is just going to do some stuff to the Lions. Even though he hasn't been on the team for a couple years now, it's still just the fact that – and honestly, Lions fans, I feel like, are going to be conflicted too. Because They're they've, cheer. they've got the best team they've had in a billion years, but also the best quarterback they've ever had. Walking into the stadium, it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild atmosphere for that game. Mine is also Rams plus three and a half, and it's only because it's gonna be Dan Campbell's weird go for it and two point conversion stuff that you know he may lose a couple points or something. Another another point to this uh, to this one too is you've got a Super Bowl winning head coach versus a, a virgin basically in the playoffs. Sean, going against the virgin who was a player on the 0-16 team, though. That's true, but uh, McVay's been in the playoffs. He's been in this environment. He's been in the, the Super, He's won the Super Bowl. He's both been in and won the Super Bowl. Uh, so this dude, uh, you know, he knows how to coach these games. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> Over-under? Yeah. Mine is uh, Bucks versus Philly under 44 points. Because I mean, the Bucks can score points. Unless they don't want to. <laughs> unless they don't want to. Philly, I've just – and it's so sad. I've got no faith in this team. No, uh, I'm picking them as well. Uh, it's at the pirate ship, obviously, but uh, neither one of them has looked like playoff teams really per se like the past couple weeks. I mean, the Bucks have sort of kind of had flashes of a playoff yeah, team. Yeah, but, I mean, they won the worst division in the league. Somebody has to win it. Yeah. Uh, that being said, this game will be like 38 to fucking 42 or something. I'll guarantee it. Yeah. It'll be an absolute barn burner. Like, our team will cover the spread. <laughs> yeah. um, by the way, did you see the pictures of Jalen Hurts' finger after he broke? Like, did not. His, Heard it was uh, pretty gruesome. Yeah, his one middle finger looked like the Mississippi Delta. It was mm, awful. That stuff. And then he went back into the game, so he's a tough son of a bitch. Yeah. 
Uh, let's That's look at the schedule for Super Ultra Mega Wildcard Weekend. I do know that the Swifties will have to buy the cock. The Sip, yeah, the did Swifties. You to that episode, I did. God damn, that was, that was hysterical. <laughs> the Swifties are going to have to purchase the cock. Uh, Taylor Swift is going to be on the cock. We'll just rehash the joke. Fuck it. Yeah. But uh, first game, four thirty NBC on Saturday. You got Cleveland at Houston, and then a cock exclusive. Miami at Kansas City at 8 p.m. If you don't have the cock, uh, I don't know how to finish that joke and stay. You're a woman. I don't know how to finish that Maybe. joke and stay on the stay on the air. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah, you can come to my house. We'll watch it together. And then the Sunday slate. By the way, a playoff game on Monday just sounds weird to me, but I guess that's because when you get into the next weekend. Well, it's the money thing because I brought this up a few weeks ago. They end week 18 or week 17, it used to be, on Sunday. So everybody has, quote, the same amount of time to rest. But then you're going to have a team play on Monday and two team, four teams play on Saturday. And then there's going to be two Saturdays and two Sundays next week. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Sunday, you've got uh, 1 o'clock Pittsburgh at Buffalo. And then Green Bay at Dallas at 430. And then Rams, Detroit, Sunday night. That'll be interesting. I'm glad they put that game on Sunday night because there's going to be some pageantry for that one. Uh, oh, uh, Rams-Detroit tickets as low as $396. Not too bad. No according cool. to ESPN. And then Monday Night Football, you got Philly at Tampa Bay. I feel like that's a first-half game. <laughs> I go to sleep early. And now. then go to bed. Let's see, the most expensive ticket for this weekend. Oh, yep. Rams-Detroit. This is ESPN, by the way. Uh, I'll give you. Oh, this is hysterical. What's the ticket as low as for Miami, Kansas City? 396 is the top. I'll give you that. The top, based on weather, let's go with uh, $52. $66. Ah, oh, damn it. You were very <laughs> close. Shit. Damn. Let me give you one more. <laughs> I love this one. All right. So in Arlington. How's that one not the most expensive one? At four thirty in the afternoon, tickets as low as it's gonna be Dallas only. There's not gonna be a lot of Green Bay fans there. I'll say two thirteen, a hundred and three dollars. Ah, damn it! Which is this is really funny. They're all under. They're all under two hundred dollars except for the one in Detroit. I I. I am pretty sure Detroit people, Michigan people, are just jacked. Like they're they've already bought the tickets. Oh, I guarantee it's sold out already. But I would wager that the GDP of Detroit is lower than every one of these other hosting cities. Mm. Maybe yeah. Buffalo. Oh, Green Bay and Buffalo are both no hosting cities. Oh, hosting cities. You got Tampa Bay, Detroit, Dallas, Buffalo, Kansas City, and Houston. People don't work in Tampa Bay. They There's believe in a quote religion. Tampa Bay's downtown is quite large. Yeah, I want to poke at Scientology there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, um, yep, huge super ultra mega wild card weekend. We're excited for it because it's playoff football, which is the best. Yep. Uh. That's going to be the episode. It'll be a good episode. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Nope. We got to do the mic drops first. Hope we do that thing we love to do at the end of each podcast. 
I think it's time to drop the mic. I'll go first. Go ahead. Uh, so your boy finally used the Tovala oven. The what? The fancy oven that Teresa bought. Oh. And goddamn. <laughs> your boy had a nice, hearty Mediterranean salmon. Oh. In a quinoa spinach bowl. Oh. And it was fucking delightful. That sounds really good. And when I go home, your boy is going to have a Parmesan chicken with cheese-filled shells oh. and marinara. Oh. And my God, the food was great. Now, granted, they do have food service, all that stuff. We'll explain here in a second. My God. Fucking chef's kiss. Something fierce. Definitely restaurant quality. Fucking amazing. <laughs> and all I had to do was, and then I had, I went to, I was working from home, but then I went somewhere, and about the time it was like, and my phone was like, hey, your food is done. <laughs> I was like, fucking right. This is awesome. Yeah, that's funny. Smart oven, man. It's fucking fantastic. Fucking smart oven, baby. And she called it Rosie from uh, Jetsons. Ah, I like yeah. it. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, I don't really have a mic drop, so go Kate's. Kate's by 90, or at least by 12. <laughs> at least by 12 and a half, yeah. At least by 13. But yeah, go Kate's. Uh, I'm getting more and more in love with this team. Good. Glad to hear. Yeah. It's one of those things, like, to her, it's like the Michael Scott thing. It's like, I'm ready to get hurt again. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope not. But I got a couple futures on your case. Let's hope <laughs> yeah. not. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Hope you continue to listen to the podcast. Share it with your friends. You know what to tell them. Subscribe, rate, and review so we can grow this little community we got going. And as always, thank you now.